0: I'm Warren Berkeley with the Laurel Heights Church of Christ, McAllen, Texas, and during our time in this video, we will be engaged in further study from 1 John. 1 John chapter 4, verses 1 through 6. Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. For many false prophets have gone out into the world. By this you know the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. And every spirit that does not confess Jesus is not from God. This is the Spirit of the Antichrist, which you heard was coming and now is in the world already. we know the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. Here's where I want to start in our study. Can you believe everything you hear? Now, think about politics, medicine, science, history, email, social media. We are all agreed you cannot believe everything you hear or read, and today it can even be said you can't believe everything you You see in video or photo format due to the ease of manipulating digital images. You can't believe everything you hear, everything you read, everything you see in our time. It is no different in religion and maybe worse. Even if a man is a preacher, a good speaker, Widely known, and many listen to him, you cannot believe everything you hear. You can only believe something if you see it is written in God's word. Preachers are to tell what is written in God's word and urge people to apply it. A preacher properly conceived is only a delivery boy. So John says to Christians, Do not believe everything. There are many false prophets. Let me take this in a little different direction. If you listen to the various religious messages that are out in the world today, you soon discover rubbish, contradictory messages, all kinds of different beliefs and teachings and practices. Let me give you a little a little idea about this. Calvinists say you cannot be saved even if you want to unless you're part of the elect, predestined by God. Catholics say you cannot be saved without the sacraments and mediation of their institutional priest. Evangelicals say all you have to do is believe in Christ. Baptism is not essential. Mormons claim you must act on the instruction given in the Book of Mormon. Jehovah's Witnesses allege that you cannot understand the Bible without the interpretation of the Watchtower Bible and Tract Society. Protestant denominations enforce hundreds of creeds they claim to be fundamental, often connected to the writings of John Calvin and Martin Luther. Jews are divided into orthodox and modern and every shade in between denying Jesus is the Messiah. The Islamic religion upholds the teachings of Mohammed. And I've not yet mentioned Buddhism, Hinduism, or the New Age movement. If you believe everything you hear, you will do everything and nothing at the same time. You'll have a religious debate with yourself. You will not be in fellowship with yourself, and you will not be acting on faith in Christ. <clears throat> if you believe everything you hear, your mind will be a muddled mess of contradiction, half truths, sound bites, empty promises, fake pictures, and false teaching. God designed our minds to be informed and programmed by his word. So the rule John sets forth is, do not believe everybody who claims that they're telling you what you ought to believe and do in religion. Do not believe every spiritual teacher or one who claims to be a spiritual teacher. Do not accept every teacher's claim that he's telling you what the Holy Spirit revealed. Try the Spirit's, test all religious teaching. Now, let me ask you, which religious teachers today should we apply this test of discernment to? Which religious teachers today should we apply this test of discernment to? Every single one of them. Benny Hinn, Max Lucado, Charles Swindoll, Rick Warren, Joel Osteen, Warren Berkeley. Every single religious teacher should be tested by simply seeing if what he says is in the scriptures. Let me state the matter in these terms. Never think that if a man is popular and brings in huge crowds, that means he must be teaching the truth. Never think that if a man is a good public speaker and can hold the attention of an audience and bring in a lot of people, that means he must be teaching the truth. Never think that if you like the person, he must be teaching the truth. Never think that if a man has been baptized and is a member of a local church of Christ, (coughs) he must be teaching the truth. Never think that if a man quotes a lot of scripture, he must be teaching the truth. Never think that if a man has academic, educational credentials, he must be teaching the truth. The only way, there is only one way, to determine if a man is teaching the truth, see if what he says is in the Bible. In order for you to make that determination, you know what you'll have to do? You'll have to read and study your Bible. I want to put a finer point on that. What we often do is we wait until after we've heard a man preach or teach, and then we take the passages that he gave and we read them and see if we can find the points that he made in Scripture. That may not be the best approach. The best approach is read and study your Bible first. Every single teacher needs to be tested. You need to apply this rule of discernment, and to do that, you'll have to read and study the Bible. Read and study the Bible daily. Read and study it so well, you will know it so well. When a man speaks, you'll know if the message is in the Bible or not. And while further study may be called for after you hear what the man says, you'll go into every preaching and teaching event having a knowledge base of Bible truth. Listen to this in Acts chapter 17, verses 10 through 12. Acts 17, 10 through 12. The brothers immediately sent Paul and Silas away by night to Berea, It doesn't say they searched the scriptures while listening or when they got home, they ran a few references. It says they searched the scriptures daily. Two, the Bereans applied the test of discernment with scripture to an apostle of Christ, and they were commended as being noble in this. So, if I may review, we cannot believe just anything. We cannot believe everything we hear in religion. We cannot believe everyone who claims to be right. I've never heard of a religious teacher who claimed to be wrong. We must test or try the spirits, and that means don't believe anything unless you can read it in the Bible. Got it? Believe what I've just said in this program, if what I've said is in your Bible. And John, why is this necessary? (coughs) Because many false prophets have gone out into the world. Now, we can bemoan and lament the fact that this is so, but in the end, we must face this reality. It shouldn't be, but it is so. Satan is on the job every day, and he is at work through false teachers, false prophets. I'm aware that we're talking about things in this program not generally accepted in our culture, not religiously correct. There is a general attitude in the public that every form of religion is okay. Tolerate everything. Endorse everything. There is a general distaste for calling anyone a false teacher or a false prophet. But the opinions and conventions of the world should have no influence on us. John, an apostle of Christ, wants us to face this reality. There are many false prophets gone out into the world. (coughs) So, we cannot believe everybody. We cannot believe every spirit. We must test the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. Well, that's verse 1. In verses 2 and 3, John makes an application of this in his time for his readers. For the sake of continuity, let's take up 1 John 4, verses 1, 2, and 3. Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God, for many false prophets have gone out into the world. By this, we know the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. And every spirit that does not confess Jesus is not from God. This is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you heard was coming, and now is in the world already. There were false teachers then in John's time, and they were denying the human existence of Christ. Jesus came in the flesh. We call that the Incarnation. Deity became flesh and dwelt among us. That's historical gospel truth. Some just said, no, this isn't true. Their doctrine was Jesus did not come in the flesh. Probably Gnostic, in their view of things, opposed to any suggestion of deity coming in the flesh, so they would not confess that Jesus Christ came in the flesh. John says three things about them. They are not of God. This is the spirit of Antichrist. And three, he says, you have heard this was coming. It is now already in the world. That's 1 John 4, 1 through 3. I want to take us to verse 4. Little children, you are from God and have overcome them. And he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. John is rigid and shows no compromise at all in separating light from darkness, truth from error, God from the devil, and the people who belong to God from the people who live in association with the devil. The false prophets are wrong, and in their false teaching, they show their association with the Antichrist, with that sentiment, that movement, and the devil who is behind it. And to faithful Christians, John says, you are of God. You are of God, little children, and have overcome them because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. As I accept God's word and believe in Christ and live by the activity of faith, God abides in me, and that puts me in position to overcome and defeat the evil one and his false teachers. The evil one who is in the world. Look next at verses 5 and 6. They are from the world, therefore they speak from the world, and the world listens to them. We are from God. Whoever knows God listens to us. Whoever is not from God does not listen to us. By this we know the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. There is a distinct contrast between false teachers and true teachers. Those who operate under the power of the devil and those who operate under the authority of God and faith in Christ. And this is seen in the emphatic use of they in verse 5 and we in verse (laughs) 6. They refers to the false teachers who have gone out into the world. They are influenced by the world, associated with the world. So they keep on speaking out of worldly wisdom, and the world keeps on hearing them. One man said, the world listens to those who speaks its own language. On the other hand, John and the other apostles were of God, and they spoke the truth of God. Their message was in tune with God's infinite wisdom, because it came from God. So, there is a difference. We can't just say everything's okay and everything's all the same. There is a difference. And by testing the spirits, by comparing what is taught to what is revealed, we can know the difference between truth and error. Now, one way to consider this is the message authenticates the speaker, not the speaker, the message. Let me explain. It is a mistake. It is a mistake to decide you like the man. And therefore, you'll accept everything that he says. It's a mistake. The better approach is, take the message into your mind and compare that message to what is revealed. Then accept the message, not because of the man and you like the man, but because the man is telling you What's here? Takeaways. Some people may have the impression that the Bible always recommends belief or faith, just an unqualified, broad recommendation. No. The Bible recommends belief in truth, in God, in Jesus, and the writings given by the Holy Spirit. In our religious culture, there is a vague, generic faith that people claim or talk about a lot. You'll hear people say, well, I just believe, or I have faith. Faith in what? What do you believe? Here is a passage we are looking at in 1 John 4, where God is saying, do not believe. That's a prohibition. He says, do not believe everything because there's only one faith according to Ephesians 4 and verse 5. Don't believe everything you hear and see and read in religion. Read the Bible and test or try the teachers, the spirits, the messengers. Make sure what they're telling you is the truth. The reality of false teachers cannot be kept quiet, denied, or tolerated. Lots of folks we meet just don't want to talk about false teaching or false teachers for fear someone might have their feelings hurt or be offended. Well, we shouldn't set out to hurt someone's feelings or offend, but we must set out to tell the truth and respond to error. Jude calls this contending for the faith. There will always be false religion, false teachers. We cannot allow politically correct cancel culture or fear of offending someone to keep us from speaking out as we have in this program. Read your Bible. That's how we equip ourselves to discern. We become so familiar with what is true what is real, what is from God, what is written in his word, we are prepared to identify what is false, what isn't real, and what isn't from God. Do not believe everything you hear. Do not believe anything I've said in this video unless you can read it here. Thank you for being with us.